Welcome to Natalia Benson, the podcast. If you're ready to launch, scale, or evolve the soul aligned business of your dreams, then this podcast was made for you. With 16 plus years of entrepreneurial experience on my side, I'm here to empower you with the tools necessary to create life on your terms. I'm a conscious business strategist, money mentor, and astrologer. And here we marry the pragmatic with the mystical. Thank you so much for doing this work with me. Now let's dive in. Hello, my gorgeous. Welcome to another episode of Natalia Benson, the podcast. It is such an honor to be with you and to welcome you into one of the best episodes I think we've ever aired in all 231 of the NB podcast journey. We are at 231 episodes, a million plus downloads, thanks to you angels. And I have to say yesterday just feels like an absolute dream. It it actually was a dream. I had the opportunity to interview Hella Weston and Lucas Mack of Awakened Breathwork, Gala Darling, Krista Williams of Almost 30, and my babe, Victoria Washington. And in this episode, we just really dropped in on the tools to superpower your 2023 for wealth and well-being. I asked these just high-achieving, heart-centered, beautiful, successful, kind humans who I also have the privilege to call some of my best friends. I asked them, what have you learned about wealth this year? What have you learned about well-being this year? And what are the actual tools, the ways that you apply this into your life, both energetically and pragmatically? So my loves, one of the most powerful things that we can do is to learn from other people's journeys, to learn from people who walk their talk, to shorten the time, to shorten the duration of the time that it has to take us to learn everything on our own, that is one of the most beautiful things about, I feel, the self-education industry and podcasting and all of this is when we utilize these tools from a space of awareness and empowerment, it literally can shorten the time that it takes us to create our own result. And what an honor to get to interview these babes. You guys, I cannot wait. I'm going to keep this nice and short and sweet. This is such a deep dive episode. You may want to take notes. Like I think the, I think I think it's safe to say because I have a Sagittarius moon, you might want to take notes pretty much every episode. You are just receiving and you know what? Some of the biggest quantum leaps that I've experienced are literally because I sit down and I listen to a podcast or I listen to a book and I take notes the entire time. It helps me like embody it and really bring it in more powerfully. And you are going to want to embody and bring in all of the power and the love that these babes brought through for you today. I obviously put in my two cents, but you guys hear from me all the time. So Again, I want to thank Hella, Lucas, Gala, Krista, and Victoria for their time yesterday. We got to record in the Almost 30 studios up in Los Angeles. So it took us a long time to get home, but it was worth it to bring you babes such a powerful episode. You must stay tuned until the end because we have an extremely special opportunity to work with all of us to superpower and truly create 
your most magnificent up level for 2023 from people who have actually done it. So make sure to stay tuned until the end of the episode. And I'm just so excited for you babes to dive into this one. I love you so much. Thank you as always for your love, for your support, for your kindness. And if you're just new tuning into the show, welcome. I am so, so honored that you're here. Enjoy this incredible interview with Hella Weston, Lucas Mack, Gala Darling, Krista Williams, and Victoria Washington, some of my favorite humans. I love you guys. I will see you on the other side. Welcome to another episode of Natalia Benson, the podcast. This is my best manifestation yet sitting at a table in Los Angeles with one, two, three, four, five. Okay. I'm not great with counting in my head. Five people that I just admire, respect, love, and who just bring so much to my life. So wow, here we are. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Let's just like dive straight in. We're going to start over here first with Lucas. I'm Lucas Matt. Oh yeah. Sorry, Lucas. (laughs) Give us your astrology, Mm, human design, and what you do. And who you be. You want to explain my astrology? (laughs) I can whisper in your ear. Okay, whisper in my ear, go. Okay, so you know your sun sign. Yeah. Go on. You tell it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Lucas's astrology, he is a Libra sun, a Pisces moon, and a Gemini rising, and his human design is a manifesting generator. There we go. Yes. Let's go. Yes. And I guess that leads to me. I'm Hella Weston and my sun sign is Cancer. My moon is in Leo and my rising sign is Gemini and I'm a projector. Mm. And we've been in a relationship for 15 years. (laughs) And what do you two do together? (laughs) Yeah, if you snuggle up, we're here for it. 15 years. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. You know, your guys' stories about your journey together and then to also have created something so successful yeah. together and be in a relationship. I'm like, I've been married for less than six months and I'm like, how? Mm-hmm. First. <laughs> and you guys are the founders of Awaken Breathwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Duh. Let's mm-hmm. go. Let's okay. Go. Krista. I'm Krista Williams and I'm a projector. I am a Pisces sun. Sagittarius moon and Virgo rising. So Virgos are my peeps. And um, yeah, I'm half of almost 30. Yes, you are. I'm Gala Darling. I am a manifester. I'm a Virgo sun, Sagittarius moon, and Aquarius rising. Yeah, you're Aquarius rising. And I teach people how to tap and change their lives. Let's go. Yeah. I'm Victoria Washington. I'm a manifester as well. I'm a Scorpio sun. Why am I getting mixed Why up? Why are you guys Scorpio? looking at me for I know astrology? astrology. Really <laughs> Hold on a minute. Yes. I'm a Scorpio. You no, know I know it. <laughs> Scorpio sun, Virgo rising, Sag moon. And I'm the founder of the House of We and a creative director for entrepreneurs. Amazing. You guys know me. It's NB. Aries sun, Capricorn ascendant, Sag moon. I'm looking at you guys. Tell me my astrology. Mm. And then I'm a one three Manny Gen. So and four Sag moons in a row. Just that's actually crazy. So many Sag that moons. Also, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's We've wild. got a lot of fire moons because Hella is a Leo moon. Yes. Lucas, Pisces moon. Water. Water. 
Nice. Holding it down. Yeah, the masculine, that yeah. water moon, baby. Thank you. We're Let's here for go. it. <laughs> and then we've got Manny Jen projector. Pro- wait, how weird. The Manny Jens are across. Mm-hmm. The projectors mm-hmm. are right next to each other. The manifestors. And wow. we did not plan that. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? Well, I wanted so, everybody to be able to geek out over our human design as yes. we speak to see like who you vibe with. I know. Yeah. Well, and we'll bring that, I think, as we talk. But you guys, I'm very excited because, well, the title of this episode is 2023 Tools to Superpower Your Wealth and Well-Being. And as I mentioned, y'all are just, I mean, you guys are my teachers. So to say that this could not be a better lineup of humans to answer these questions, we only have a few. But let's just do it. Are you ready? Let's do it. They're really, really, as Tori would say, juicy. I never said juicy before (laughs) until (laughs) Tori and I started spending a lot of time together. I was like, and I just say juicy. I'm like, <laughs> they're real who juicy. Is this? We're let's going go. there. Okay, so I think let's just like popcorn style it and just see what comes through. So first question is, what have you learned about wealth this year? You go. Let, okay. I can feel it. Yeah, so for me, it's off. like we're in a relationship with money, whether we like it or not. And a lot of us are projecting our own baggage, negativity, fears, limitation in that relationship. And if that was any other relationship, it would be a toxic dynamic and it would need to be worked on, right? Mm-hmm. So our relationship with money needs to be worked on, which means working on our money story, story understanding, you know, generational and intergenerational belief patterns and things that have been passed down to us and the way our parents and grandparents viewed money and their relationship with money because a lot of the time it's it's just handed down through the generations and we don't question things so looking at all of that and knowing that beyond all of that we are worthy of creating our heart's desires into reality because the universe will often bless us with what we feel worthy of receiving and many of us don't feel worthy so working on that worthiness piece is key to creating wealth and success in a way that it's going to bring sustainable joy and fulfillment because we all know like the material realm it's fun to play in but it doesn't actually lead to real you know long-term happiness you know so it's cool to fuck with it to play with it to do our thing with it but at the end of the day we've got to be tapping in from here and letting you know a bigger vision lead us and usually that's coming from our higher self and our intuition so the more we can tap into that and to lead from that and to create wealth from that then the more we're going to be connected to ultimately you know our true selves and creating happiness and impact which we're all here for right because at the end of the day life is short and the spirit of celebration attracts more abundance so if we're not in a you know high vibration if we're not connected to joy and play and having fun serving then what are we really doing you know we're missing the point so yeah i think Lucas, I think one of my most profound moments of breakthrough in my relationship to money this year was working inside of the Awaken app and you have a, or I guess I always call things trainings, but it it was like a meditation or like an exercise around, what's it called? It's around money. It's an activation on manifesting more wealth. wealth. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting out on my patio and I did it. And I burst into tears because when you prompted us, I've done it a few times. And the first time when you prompted us to, I don't remember like if it was a message or what it was or talking to creator, something like that. 
I burst into tears because I realized, oh, I don't feel supported by anything. So why? That's my deep money shadow, which we'll, I'll answer this question in a little bit. But I wanted to add this because having that level of like breakthrough during that session was so huge because I realized if I don't feel supported by creator, why would I feel supported by money? Why would mm-hmm. I feel supported by anything? So my big thing over time recently, like really in the last six months, has been all around support and it came Mm. from that awaken activation of just like the word support that's what i was gonna add to when i think into my breakthrough and i love that you mentioned intergenerational trauma and there's actually something called blood telepathy where we really do pass down our beliefs around money and a lot of us were chosen as stewards of wealth to rewrite history versus repeat history And this year I had this feeling in my body of money is the sensation of being provided for. And so many of us don't know how to hold that sensation Mm -hmm. for a number of different reasons. And so I started to focus less on necessarily like the receiving, but holding the sensation of Mm -hmm. I'm worthy of being provided for, I'm worthy of being resourced deeply by God and fully led through my impact and to have my impact be have God's hand over it and really be protected. And that had me confront where I could sometimes even abandon myself in my relationship with money or repeat these different attachment styles. Cause like you said, money is like any other relationship will either avoid go into an anxious state or Mm -hmm. completely numb out. And so when we really look at our relationship with wealth, we have to address the body and how the body is holding the bloodline of wealth Mm -hmm. that we're here to really, really, truly transcend. And it's such deep work and it takes us on, to me, one of the most sacred walks because it always leads you back to the, the most simple truth, which is I am of worth. I don't have to chase it. I don't have to become something different for it. I was literally made of worth. I'm of the fabric of worth. And when I've let myself feel the sensation of being provided for, it had me confront all the ways in which I didn't let myself be supported or where I felt like I had to work really hard in order to bring this in. And so this year really taught me that my relationship with money can be a lot more simple than I was letting it be. And that the cash will only feel as prosperous as my relationship with myself and the creator. Yes, And if that's not fully locked in, that no matter how much is in my bank account, I'm never going to actually feel the the deep peace that I believe so many humans really want to access, not through money, but as a steward of wealth. Mm -hmm. So there's so I mean, there's obviously so much I want to share here, but that was a big breakthrough this year is what is my relationship with being provided for, Mm -hmm. like truly provided for on all levels. And the answer that I received is I'm really uncomfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm comfortable with like 10% or 20%, but being fully provided for. So that's been a lot of my journey this year with with money. So yeah. powerful, babe. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's dope. It's really about the like our mindset, really, when it comes mm-hmm. down to it. You know, that abundance mindset. Because you could have, you know, $10 million in the bank and still have so many fears and stresses and coming from a lack mentality. Focusing on what's missing. And that is just a bottomless pit of suffering. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you touched on sensation as well. Mm. I think that's a beautiful practice that anyone listening could take home and just be like, okay, how does it feel to sit in that practice of being of worth? Yeah. 
I always say more money equals more sensation because as I would make more, it was like you have more options and more options means more decisions. So there's more sensation as you make those decisions. And some of those sensations can feel overwhelming even though you're really excited. Like I remember I was building out a trust this year and there was this sensation of like, whoa, I'm doing this. This is crazy. And my inner child, the, the little girl within me was like, this is way too big, but she couldn't hold the sensation of this responsibility. So I've been playing with that of rather than trying to necessarily hold more cash, can I hold more options? Can I hold more decisions and more responsibility? And that innately trains the body and the mind to be with bigger wealth and bigger impact. And I love our work, especially with like movement and breath, because those two modalities are, I mean, breath work is sensation, like learning how to hold big feelings and big momentous goosebumps or big momentous joy or big momentous pain without attaching to it. Yeah. Following that piece, I just want to add one little nugget here. On, on, yeah, yeah, all of it. <laughs> on how money is a part of growing up, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's adulting to have money and to grow wealth, and with that comes responsibility. It's like you know the old saying: "With great power comes great responsibility." And I think money can be such a beautiful tool to self-parent, and if we can recognize that the way that we spend money, the way that we hold money is possibly connected to our childhood, mm-hmm. our desire for love, our, our where we identify security coming from, whether that's being, I feel secure when I have more stuff or I feel secure when I hold on to this money or I feel secure when I invest in certain things. It's like all of the money stuff comes with the inner child stuff and I have loved over the years just witnessing myself growing up and parenting myself financially Mm -hmm. and being like yeah like little one you get to have those things and also there gets to be boundaries around that relationship where it's not just like little Hella that wants to have a shopping spree every day and be like I get to live in heaven and it's (laughs) limitless But what about that more masculine self-parenting where it's like, actually, I know you want the toy, but this is what we're going to do instead. Mm -hmm. And that gets to be a part of the self-parenting. Well, it's also like befriending your younger self and your future self. Yeah. Yeah. Because you want to love the younger self and honor her desires, but the future self also has desires too. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, how can you be with both and i think for me as it relates to wealth this year it's been so interesting because i've wanted to really focus on what am i in service to like what is my energy serving am i in service to a desire for material wealth because i think that's going to give me something or am i in desire or am i in service to god and i was like how can i just really be focused on like what is my god service because i think so often we get so mixed up in the world where we do find ourselves with manifestation work or things like that where it's like we're in service to the matrix and like what the matrix can give us and i was like Mm -hmm. okay i've done that but i also want to see like what does god have for me and if i'm in ultimate service to god what does wealth look like that from that perspective because then that's like oh my god i had an hour breakfast with someone i love Mm -hmm. you know i went on the beach and it was peaceful you know like 
my team was able to show up in the way that they are and like the wealth in the ways that we don't see as money has really been my focus this year. And I was talking to you. I went on this really extravagant trip that I booked and I was stayed at this hotel that I've wanted to stay at forever. And it was so interesting because it was the most I've spent on a hotel and I understood wealth in a new way because it wasn't that it was so beautiful. It was that the experience made everything seamless. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wealth gives freedom of thought and mind and time and and joy and movement. Like the way that I was able to move throughout the experience, I was like, wow, this is wealth. Yeah. Like the people I feel cared for. Yes. I feel attended to. I feel respected. I feel seen. I feel like all of these things. And I was like, oh, I'm I'm understanding like what it means because it's not just like I'm going to buy a nice car or I'm going to, you know, do these things. It's like this experience that I'm having of true wealth where I spend on something and I'm being treated in the way that I feel was like amazing. So I'm excited to see what God gives me money wise as I say all these things. But yeah, that was mine for this year. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. Having your time back. Yeah. Yeah. And the feeling of ease yes. and yes. seamlessness, yes. Yes. yes, which is such a gift. And it sucks that people don't experience that yes. in their daily life mm-hmm. unless there's an abundance of cash and mm-hmm. options. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is a huge failing of society, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. I was like, because I got that. That's a good point because I was like, oh, this is how millionaires and billionaires have so much time. Yeah. yeah, because every single thing is taken care of. Yeah, I'm not thinking about. And they know my order. They know where I'm at. They know. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh wow, I'm I'm understanding the time that you get back when you're super wealthy because of stuff like this yeah. and because of how you're taken care of. Yeah, yep. There's a saying that one of my teachers, Myron Golden, says that you're either spending a lot of time trying to save money or you're spending a lot of money saving time. Yeah, and it's a total mindset wow. shift because. When you're in that survival mode, like you said, you're not even thinking about the options. You're thinking about how do I save that $5 that I I think mm-hmm. that I need or that my body is like, I need that. So you'll compromise all this time in order to do that. But I, I totally agree. I feel like true financial liberation is time freedom and having our time back, having our life back, our mind mm-hmm. back, our thoughts back. I'm so happy you brought that to the conversation because I'm sure there's someone listening who's like, Okay, I get that. And like, we're so programmed to focus on give me your time and I'll save yeah. you this and exchanging our time for money. Mm-hmm. But really, the most valuable currency we have is our presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time. We've had to work on raising our standards as well. You, you mentioned like booking like an expensive yeah. holiday for yourself and then what that, you know, did for you. And, you know, for me personally, I came from the struggle. I came from nothing and came from a single mom who worked her ass off to provide. But, you know, we, struggled so hard growing up and you know to raise my standards to what's possible for me to create in this lifetime has been a huge journey of what you all talked about of working around all of the belief systems and the inner child work Mm -hmm. and all of the trauma that I went through and raising our standards has been coming down to like the most practical things like are we going to invest in this you know like hotel or or is it going to be this what we what do we truly want what do we truly desire and the more we invest in ourselves the more we get back ultimately because we're declaring to the universe and to god that hey we feel worthy of this 
we're going to invest in ourselves we're not going to come from lack and fear and limitation we're going to believe that what we you know want to create is possible and we're going to show up like that and be in that resonance be in that vibrational frequency with what we want to create and align our choices with that and that's been a big learning process because you know the survival patterns and the stress patterns can go back to that that fear response of there's not enough and you know especially when you're booking like you know, first class flights, private jets, you're doing all the things and you're involved, you know, playing a really big game. It's really easy to the old patterns to kick back in. But as we're rewiring those new patterns of investing in ourselves and raising our standards, that's where we're in alignment with both, like you said, the inner child and the future self Mm. who knows what we all want to create and that it's possible. And then our actions align, you know, with all of that and then that's the best place to be in and it doesn't come it comes with its unique challenges obviously because mm-hmm. you're rewiring new patterns but it's such a blessing to be on that journey and have the opportunity and the awareness to rewire new patterns mm-hmm. you know which a lot of people don't because they're so stuck in survival mm-hmm. and they don't they can't move out of survival because they don't have the tools the awareness or the education to mm-hmm. do that so that's and, why our yeah. work is is important mm-hmm. all of us like i i truly truly believe that like mm-hmm. how can it's actually going to be my next question but hella i want you to go there's something i want to add in gala i want to make sure you have your piece mm-hmm. in this but this to me is why the tools of liberating the nervous system through the mm-hmm. breath liberating your consciousness uh learning tools like we are all at this moment in the position that we are in because of i believe Mm self-investment of time and of course of resources because when you like learn something i believe you can be that rivet i had a little vision once actually wasn't little it was the biggest most intense vision i've ever had in my life (laughs) i just want to downplay that for a moment i was at day with destiny Tony Robbins 2019 and I just remember basically what I saw was the line uh, a line of energy through all of my ancestors and then the greatest ancestor I don't know what the heck to call this guy but he was just telepathically communicating with me and he said you and not just me but like our generation and Mm -hmm. anyone doing this work on themselves you are the break in the line. And he showed me this, like all the shit that's just been passed down to us, passed down, passed down, passed down. And it's almost like it landslid into all of us. And then we're like, no, we're not passing it down. We're breaking the line and we're moving in a new direction. So I say little vision, it wasn't. I don't have many visions. I have like two planets in water, but it was just like, the most profound, deep message. And it actually took me a few years to even make sense of what it meant. But to me, that is so much of the work, this work and anyone who's listening who does this work, whether you do it through your business or you're just doing it with yourself, with your family, with your communities, because it must, to me, it just, it must be done. And it's how we create true freedom and spaciousness but hella you please i hope you didn't lose what you're gonna say uh i'm happy to pass on to gala for now (laughs) yeah and then i'll come back i mean i know what i was gonna say but i would love to hear from gala from our girl well i have this real sagittarius moon perspective Mm -hmm. on it which is that money is a tool with which we get to have fun Mm -hmm. and freedom Mm -hmm. and excitement and i think 
when you do get out of that survival mode with money where you do have more than you need, quote unquote, then Mm. there's really an opportunity to play. And I think that money is a creative force. Mm -hmm. And so you get to infuse every area of your life with that creativity if you want to. Mm -hmm. But I think the other thing that's really interesting is that the relationship with money is always evolving. And so I've had moments where I've purchased like, expensive things and then being intimidated to use them Mm -hmm. or get the value out of them because Mm -hmm. it rocks my sense of Mm self-confidence or my sense of worthiness or my sense of, well, what if I damage it or what Mm -hmm. if I don't do the right thing with it? Mm -hmm. And so I love that it's just an ongoing process. And I think that something that's really important is A, just working on the nervous system Mm -hmm. so you're not Mm -hmm. in that terrible zone of anxiety around money it's one of the hardest places to Mm -hmm. operate from because when you're there you don't see the options you don't have the freedom you don't have the flexibility so really working on deprogramming that stuff that keeps you limited is so important Mm -hmm. but then past that point being like well how can I have fun with this Mm -hmm. how can I be creative and how can I be generous Mm -hmm. and I think that's one of the most beautiful blessings of generating money is to be generous like not just like buying your boyfriend a gift but like what about your team how can you be generous with Mm -hmm. them how can you impact the way they raise their children like how can you really pay this forward and it's great to buy rings and bags and houses and shit Mm -hmm. like that but you also get to a point where you realize that stuff truly doesn't matter it does not if my house was on fire the only thing I would take is my dogs Mm -hmm. yeah So, but that's obviously a place of where I'm extremely privileged to be like, well, I don't need that shit because I know I can buy it again. Mm -hmm. And so it's really about getting to that place where you're not affected by those old stories anymore. And it just, it takes time and just to know that it's never done. Just like a relationship, you've never poured everything into it. You will always be pouring more into it. You will Mm -hmm. always be figuring it out. You'll always be comprehending it in a new way. Yes. Evolving relationship, like (sighs) Luca said. Yeah. Nuggets. Drop them. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I agree that it's about having fun and just coming back to what you were saying, Krista, around the seamlessness in life. What I've noticed as well is that same thing where we can be in such a contracted state of like, oh, I can't, I shouldn't. But as a result of that choice to contract when we have the option, and that's like an underlying point that I want to make, is a lot of the time I see people contracting who have enough money to expand like people will be in a mindset that they don't have enough or that they're broke or that they couldn't buy the thing that other people choose to buy but it's just a choice it's not it's not coming from a place of survival per se and that's where that relationship that we have with wealth is so subjective so there's been so many times you know where lucas and i have had a lot less money than a lot of people who have been like, I can't, I'm I'm broke right now, or I really got to hang on to my savings, I can't be spending. And we'll just go for it and say, fuck it. What if we just lean into what feels like joy, what feels expensive and like an opportunity to stretch ourselves and open that next door. And I think that's how we with live. that being said, it's like mm-hmm. money is also a ticket and it's a ticket to whatever you want it to be a ticket for. And a lot of people are like, uh, no, I can't use my ticket. Like I've got to wait five years or whatever. And we're like, you know what? That ticket that I invest in is going to open another door. And I don't know what's behind that. 
But unless I go all in, I'm not going to find out. And that's a way to fast track your reality. And so why wait? Like buy the thing that makes you feel expanded, the thing that makes you feel inspired. Lucas and I just this year, we moved into a home that we absolutely love and it was a stretchy price point. And we're like, is this the sensible thing to do? You know, if we were to sit down with a financial advisor and get a review, (laughs) they'd be like, I don't think you should do that. Like you should probably place that money in this investment over here Mm. for stability and certainty. And I am not one to give conventional advice. I don't think it's like we can either go the ABCD logical route or we can take the kind of quantum leap route. And that's my game in life. So I thought, you know, fuck it, let's go all in. But as a result of that, every single day I wake up in that house and I feel like an, a better version of me. Yes. And I look in the mirror and I feel myself and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I feel really good. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I was in the uh, save it version, I think I would feel more behind. And that affects your identity, how you relate to people, mm-hmm. the way you show up in every other area. So I think sometimes bu- like investing in yourself and buying the thing that helps you to show up in places and be open to opportunities that will progress you forward is a really sensible use of money. Mm. The energy. Yeah. It's like that energy behind it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Well, I love that so much, Hella, and I am the same. And Mick is my Capricorn stellium hubby. And he's just like, he is that more Capricornian, like sure-footed, like one foot in front of the other. And I'm just like, Aries like blast I'm like because I've always figured it out now Mm -hmm. the way that money has really been my teacher this year is exactly as you put it Lucas and that's what I I talk about all the time is that money is a relationship Mm -hmm. and this year my relationship with money and wealth and building has been around money being not only my friend but also my mentor i look at money as a mentoring relationship and i look at it just like i look at my marriage so to speak because we are in a relationship of growth together Mm -hmm. it is not perfect and it is not something i can give up on and obviously this is you know my space i talk about my stuff a lot and many of my women know my path and my journey with money i mean all of you do too since i tell you everything (laughs) but it's also really been around the space of feeling safe with it Mm -hmm. and where i really had my biggest breakthrough um this year and i feel like it really came to a peak this year is really around hella exactly what you said like we get to be abundant together but you have to have like respect for me and the way that i always like to talk about it in my work is that money has its rules but i also have to make my own rules of engagement too because if i'm living scott benson who's my dad you guys know but um if i'm living scott benson's rules for money his rules of engagement are those mine is that helping my heart really express and experience itself Mm -hmm. both through because god bless my parents are amazing but they are extremely frugal and that Mm -hmm. is And not to say that is, that's a word personally. Maybe it's my Sag moon. Like, I'm just like, no. You're allergic to frugal. I'm allergic to that word. But the thing thing is, is that (laughs) 
I know that there can be medicine in a relationship with money. Maybe not so much utilizing the word frugal, but to me, it's utilizing the world, the word structure and just being like, I'm Mm -hmm. in a clear relationship with you. And I think that this year wealth has taught me that it is my friend and like we get to have fun together but also just like in any friendship there is accountability Mm -hmm. like i know all of us like we have the connections that we do because there is this at the core of our connection is respect Mm -hmm. and money requires that where like there has to be clarity but there also must be like a sense of respect that you're going to show up for it just as it's going to show up for you i feel like we were having a really beautiful I don't even remember what we were doing, we're but Victoria this. was like, she's like, wow, I'm so grateful. Like we just had a really fun day. Oh, we shared our mm. gratitudes. Mm. Yeah, that, that too. Or other day. What other, who knows? Because <laughs> we've had but so many, we've had some great days. But I feel like there was just a moment where we both took a pause and we were like, thank you money for mm. what you do. Because mm-hmm. as you know, my babes know, like I've just had so many experiences in my life. I've had more time Um, a decade of feeling insecure with money, I've had way less time feeling safe in this relationship. Mm. So I think the thing I did want to bring up that I feel like all of us touched on in a sense is this idea of time. And I also, my next question is, can we all talk about a tool for wealth, whether it be energetic or it be actually practical that has, that really serves you guys and how you relate to money? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me it's like what you said around being in a relationship with money and it being your best friend you know and if you had a best friend and you showed up in that relationship negative talking shit about <laughs> that friend and you just brought a whole bunch of low vibes into that friendship do you think that friend would enjoy your company and your time would you be you know a match for that friend in terms of inspiring them and motivating them and supporting them and that's kind of how i like to view like my relationship with myself first and foremost, like how can I inspire myself and how can I dance with money in a way that it does bring joy and I am in that celebration? Because one of the things I said before is that the spirit of celebration attracts more abundance. So when we're in vibrational match with what we want to create, then we're magnetizing it to us because we're magnetic beings. And so that's been my practice. It's it's working on the energetics first and foremost and then how that comes into the practical is whenever I pay for something, I pray, I pay for something with gratitude, with joy. I don't be like, fuck, okay, I've got to pay this bill and it's costing this amount of money and go into a lack because that would be the old program, right? And the new program is I am abundantly supported. So I pay everything with grace and with gratitude, knowing that I am, I am in relationship with money and money wants to come with me, to me because like I am the steward of money. I'm not here to own it. I'm here to be a steward and I'm here to use money for the highest good for all you know to mm-hmm. let people um have that experience of feeling abundantly provided for and supported too because that's one of my greatest joys so joy mm-hmm. you know making sure that you're in right relationship with money that the way you're talking to it not just out loud but like internally right because money's got ears money's <laughs> listening and money's not going to want to come to you if you're talking shit about it so you know practicing that and then practicing raising your vibe and every time that you spend money, be in that celebration, be in that, you know, the energy of joy. And that's something that I've been practicing a lot this year. Mm. Can we snap that? <laughs> thank you, thank you. 
<laughs> snap break. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a very practical tool. And I apologize for not knowing the author, but this was years ago. I read this book and it's a tool to use every time you pay for something and you identify a thought or a feeling that comes up that wants you, wants you to contract, right? You're like, ah, I shouldn't buy this or damn, now I don't have enough. Instead of going into that and feeding it, you affirm internally, there's plenty more where that came from. Mm -hmm. And I do it all the time. I do it at the grocery store. I do it if I have to pay a bill. Anytime there's plenty more where that came from. And I just find that that is an immediate shift. So that's helpful. And the other one that I wanted to bring up is being authentic in your relationship with money and noticing how you express yourself around other people mm. in relationship to money. So one thing I noticed earlier this year, I went home to New Zealand and I was with my family and I, Lucas and I were in a really good space. Like I had zero to complain about. Life was good. Finances were good. Everything was really thriving. And I noticed myself going into this really self-conscious state and being like, it's too much. And I feel like I'm too showy right now. And mm -hmm. I don't want to make my family feel bad mm -hmm. because my shine might be highlighting where they are struggling or I'm shouting things and it feels very over the top. And I started crying and I just decided to be authentic. And I told my family, this is what's coming up. I am having these feelings. I, I don't want you to think I'm a bad person. I don't want you to think that me being successful is a sign that you can't be. It was just all the BS that was going on in my head that wasn't even true, mm -hmm. but was generating within me and could have made me go, it's not safe to be abundant and it's not safe to shine and be doing well. It's easier to relate to people when you're on their wavelength. If they're complaining, then you should be complaining. It's like the classic people pleaser patterns that I've been in for way too long and it's just time for that shit to go. Mm -hmm. So after I voiced it, my family were like, okay, we love you and that's ridiculous mm -hmm. and you just need to let that shit go. Now, for some people, that conversation may not go that way. It could go a completely different other way. But the point for me was to get honest about how I was feeling, get vulnerable, and also take responsibility for the fact that it was a self-generated idea, not the facts, nor should it be how I direct my life, right? I, I don't think any of us should ever shrink to make other people uncomfortable, to be make other people comfortable. Mm -hmm. And yet so many of us do do that. And I noticed that for so many years, I would be like, oh, you know, we're doing okay. And, but this is what's hard. And just continually going back to that, to mm -hmm. for whatever reason, there's so many reasons that could be. So I think it's important to be authentic. And if you aren't doing so well, be real about that. Like we all know what some people can be like on social media, showing a highlight reel, acting like they're really wealthy and thriving in whatever area of their life, their health, their relationships, this fake facade that isn't authentic, mm -hmm. that's got to go. And then the other part is, are you shrinking and hiding and dimming your own shine, playing down your own wins? And that's got to go too. Get real, <laughs> get authentic, and like love yourself as you actually are. Mm. Mm. I can't imagine snappy. if I did that to my family. They'd be like, 
huh? <laughs> Literally would be like, what are you saying? Um, I think for me, I have two. The first was um, picking up money you see on the ground. So when you see pennies and quarters and nickels, it's like when we think about money, we think only big. We're like, oh, only money in the bank is valuable. But if it is a relationship and an energy, then we need to respect all facets of it. So like, how can we even respect a penny like a penny is worth it a penny is something that's important so picking up all money and then um in my morning routine i've always felt like there's this trend that's happening i think in our culture that's making us almost like it's like self-obsession is seeming to be self-work and i always want to be mindful like how is my self-work in service to others Mm -hmm. And in service to myself. And so I added in my morning routine, like, who can I serve today? Mm. So it's like, I do my prayers, I do my meditation, and then I'm like, God, who should I serve today? Whether it's a prayer, whether it's an actual service of a call or an email or donating somewhere or doing something. So making sure that I'm staying like in energetic um, alignment and really this like beautiful infinity symbol of like I'm giving. And then I know that not only do I deserve because I'm giving, but also it's easier for me to receive when I know that like I'm in action with others and being in service. So adding that component of service to my life and making sure that I'm putting that at my forefront helps me to not only receive, but also to know that I'm making impact with the money that I'm making Mm. so good I love that I have so many (laughs) and I'm only going to give you two because we only have so much time Um, the first is to step away from the people that you know that have made scarcity a piece of their identity have made hardship and struggle a major piece of their personality um i think it's beautiful when someone comes from a really hard situation and has used that to propel them forward and they use it as momentum Mm -hmm. but people who are in love with the hardship and the struggle Mm -hmm. um start to become people that are very difficult to really spend time around and experience Mm -hmm. and feel abundant And when I lived in New York, I had a boyfriend who really identified with struggle and hardship. Mm -hmm. And he would say things to me like, oh, you don't have a real job Mm -hmm. because my job was on the Internet and I didn't have to commute to a job. So therefore, in his mind, that wasn't a real job. Mm -hmm. And when you love someone or care for someone, it's really normal to want to identify with them as much Mm -hmm. as possible. And I really kept a... like a big pot lid on my capability and my potential because I felt, I guess, that maybe he wouldn't love me if I was doing so much better or had so much more. Mm -hmm. So stepping away from those people where you can, I think is really important. And I know a lot of people that's like their entire family. And so it's a process, right? But really thinking about who do I spend time with and what are the messages that I'm getting, whether it's from podcasts or books or my friends, what am I feeding my brain with all the time? Mm And the other thing is to create a new belief for yourself and really wire it and hardwire it in. So when I moved to Los Angeles, I decided that my new belief was going to be the more fun I have, the more money I make. Mm-hmm. And I tapped it in. And it really is as simple as like, if you want a new belief, you can tap it into your body. And now my life is a living proof of that. And people are like, what do you do all day? I'm like, mm, 
buy stuff and go to the gym and play with my dogs and whatever. And that doesn't mean I don't work and I don't create things and I don't serve, which I do, but just that I don't have to have my nose to the grindstone all day in order to make a great living. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that's a belief that's really fulfilling and joyful and fun and really serves me. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of going back to what we were saying, like a, a life of money is really about ease and flow and seamlessness. And so if, the work I'm doing is just giving me more shit on my plate and I'm stressed and I'm anxious, it's not worth it. You might as well go work for someone else. Mm. I want to create a life that's fun and joyful and big and free. And so having a belief that supports that underpins the whole thing and makes it all work. Mm. Mm. I love that so much. And you're such a powerful reference point for that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, where do I want to go? There's so many to come to mind um just to build off of what everybody else has shared number one there's a question that i offer in my community and it changed my life when i was redesigning my relationship with money because i think we're taught to look at money as this prize or it's this value that we need to have in order to be valuable ourselves and this thought came in one day of victoria you're the prize that money's waiting for you're the value that actually turns money Mm. into anything in Mm. this life. And once that flip occurred, this question dropped in that I usually go on with money when I'm in like a stickier space. And that is money, what is it like to be in relationship with me? And then right away, when you ask that question, you start to see where you can take responsibility in your relationship with money. And the answer that I heard when I was first in the beginning stages of even having a relationship with money, because When I was working nine to five, I don't know about you guys, I got my paycheck. I didn't think much about it. I didn't look at money as this relationship. I just thought I need it for these things and then on on I go. Mm -hmm. And so this question showed me where money felt like it was in a jail cell. It felt like no matter what I did, that it was never gonna be enough. And then I realized that that's how I felt about myself. And so money is always subtly correcting us. Mm -hmm. And we can take that as punishment sometimes. And I believe that when we ask that question, we really can start to feel into where we have way more power than we think in our relationship with money. So if you are on the beginning stages of your journey or you're wanting to deepen your relationship with money, ask money, what's it like to be in relationship with me? And then ask three other people in your life the same question. And then you'll see right away where some of your work could really begin. And then the second one that comes to mind is movement because Movement creates creates things in your body and it moves things around so that you can start to see them differently. And I remember one time sitting on my floor, I was like over the, the mindset stuff. I was done repeating like a bunch of things. I was just so frustrated. I'm like, is any of this actually fucking working? I feel, I can't feel it. Like I was saying all the things, but I couldn't feel it in my body. And I was like, if I could just rip the scarcity off or if I could just it felt like this fuzzy sweater that i couldn't get off of my body and i just got up and i started to to move it so i think and this is what wealth embodiment flow is like taking yourself through the somatic experience of yeah rip the belief off yeah cut the cord like actually move your body and breathe with it 
so that you can taste what's on the other side, which is like Gala said, your choice and your decision to lock in a belief that maybe nobody in your family has ever chosen. Mm. And then that, that's where I, I invite you to take it is make it bigger than you. So every time I create and receive and circulate money, it's for my grandmothers that never could. It's for my grandfathers. And that keeps me in this state of like, it's so much bigger than what my mind will ever comprehend. And it's, it's God's work, it's God's money, it's God's resource moving through us to steward something really beautiful on this planet. And when we think of it that big, we don't have time to be like, oh, I can't do it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yes, the fuck I can. Like, I can totally do this. And so number one, ask yourself that question because responsibility is such a huge part. And then number two, make it bigger than you and somatically get yourself in the in the gook and, and move it around so that it doesn't hang on you like a mm -hmm. like an old outfit that you know you've outgrown like rip that shit off physically mm -hmm. and stand for what you really want to create in the world and then you know go have fun mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. mm -hmm. yeah. okay i'll make mine quick because these babes know it I, this is all we talk about on this podcast so <laughs> but i would just say like the two tools Hey gorgeous, would you love to work with me on a more one-to-one -one basis, taking your business and your entrepreneurial dreams to the next level? I want to invite you to apply to work with me inside of a one-to-one -one business audit, a mentorship journey, or my CEO mastermind. If you would like to apply, it's important that you are deep into your business and you are looking for an entrepreneur, a soulful entrepreneur who has over 15 plus years of experience and you're just looking for that edge to really take things to the next level. So go to the link in the show notes if you'd like to apply to work more intimately with me and that will get you on a call and we'll decide what's the best step for you. What's the best step for your business? Link is in the show notes to apply. I look forward to working with you that really have served me with wealth this year. Can you guys tell how I was in school? Like, you know how they told you to write oh my complete God, I sentences? Love that. I know, I'm so I, I have like, to repeat. Stop yeah. by saying, because such and such, you yeah, have to, I have the to repeat it. And the answer. And That's it, boo. And, and also, <laughs> I have to write it down and then it'll like, it's like my Manny Jen responding. Obsessed Anywho, who, let's everywhere. go. So I feel like two things, since we're all achievers and we had to say two tools, we're like, can't just be one. Oh yeah, how did that but even start? It's so cute. <laughs> But what I would say is like patience and structure. Like, as y'all know, I'm very, very passionate about money management. Mm. It's that Capricorn rising. I just, that is really what is healed and continues to just deepen my relationship to money is like structure and clarity. Mm -hmm. And even though there's so many things about my Scorpio dad, he was a, he's a retired CFO. So there were some things that he definitely instilled. But one of them that I actually appreciate is just to have intimacy with money. Mm -hmm. And um, that to me is what you know, the the money management that I teach around just having that depth of structure and clarity. I always teach like a really cute third grade teacher. I'm like organization clarity. Like I use my hands. I'm like, oh, see, like remember. <laughs> and that to me is just one of the most beautiful tools is just to manage and to see what you have and to love and take care of it and honor it. 
And then also, I just think time and patience, especially for me as like an Aries person, like my visions and my goals are so much bigger than what I know my mind even can think is possible. Mm -hmm. And I'm just continuing to live into the journey and the process. And I've had many challenging lessons, not over just even the last year, but over the last few years around really honoring that there's no motherfucking rush. Like you Mm. don't need to rush things because rushing actually ruins it. Mm -hmm. And what can the process actually teach me? And that's really like the question I, I ask myself all the time is what can this process of building really deep powerful wealth Mm -hmm. that doesn't just serve me but serves beyond me like that's gonna take time because you know what i don't know how to do it because if i fucking did i would have already done it Mm -hmm. and i am in love with the process and the journey of building beyond what my mind thinks i can so snappy dappy okay so my next question is what have you learned about wellness, your wellness or your well-being this year? What's felt important for you? And maybe throw your tool in there too so we can just, we'll bring it all together. I can kick it off because I immediately know the answer. You've been rocking this this year, babe. Oh my Lord. Well, I'm curious to see if what I say is what you think I'm going to say. But my tip for well-being this year is that when I'm tired, I fucking rest. Yes. Mm. And I rest without guilt and without Mm -hmm. shame I notice how I'm feeling in the morning and I'm like, I don't want to fucking do it today. And so I don't. Mm-hmm. I watch TV. I take a bath. I take a nap. Maybe I take a walk, but probably not. And I just let myself do nothing without guilt. Mm-hmm. And the next day I feel phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And for years I would be like, why is my energy so inconsistent? Sometimes I have all these creative urges. I'm so excited. And sometimes I just want to be a blob on a couch. There's (laughs) clearly something wrong with me. But what I've realized over time is it's just how my energy system runs. And when I honor that, I am rewarded the next day. And I think we're we're so programmed that our value Mm. is in our productivity and you've got to be doing something all the fucking time and blah, blah, blah. It's like, Yeah, you could put a bunch of stuff on your plate and you could force yourself to do it. But is it actually going to get you the life that you want? Mm -hmm. The life that I want, like if I look at my Google Calendar and there's more than two things scheduled for the day, I'm upset about it. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. (laughs) I really do want a life of lots of wide open spaces Mm -hmm. so I can do whatever the fuck I please. That's Mm -hmm. a Sag Moon thing. Can you hear the (laughs) manifester in this? Because I'm the same way, like space. It's like so hot. It's so so sexy. Oh, my God. So, yeah, just letting myself do nothing without guilt and shame Mm -hmm. has been my biggest lesson this year. And it's paid dividends. Mm. That's so powerful. Mm -hmm. And you've also got, if I may say, as one of your soulmates, Mm. that you've just really deepened your relationship to your receptive because I've known you for many years And it's been beautiful to witness that about you this year, how you just pour back into you. Whereas I feel like even when you and I first met, we were both, and we were also living in Los Angeles as well. So there's just a different energy there. You were in Hollywood, I was in downtown, but I just feel like it's been beautiful. I just follow you everywhere. Like I'm like, let's move to Orange County. Like, (laughs) and we're loving it. But it's like, just to see you. And that's also rubbed off on me of just, trusting and being more in that receptive mode of like filling up your cup um, mm-hmm. instead of just being in like a go mode all the time. Yeah, it's exhausting. You're more creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it feels better. And that's the goal yeah. for me. 
Yeah, I think on that, mine's sort of similar. It's like, how have I been a bully to myself mm-hmm. and like a bully to my body or a bully to my process where it's, if you're tired in the morning, you're like, nope, got to get up, got to do these things because if you don't, you're not this and not that. So with everything, it's like, what's the intention behind it all? So this year, I really looked at my intention behind everything. It's like, why am I vegan? What's like my intention there? Like, does it still fit with this vegan version that exists today? Like, why am I actually getting up really early? Is it because it feels good for me or because I think it's going to make me different than what I am? Like, why do I work out in this class? Does it make me feel like I'm going to look different? And is that the goal or is the goal to be in the presence of the process and like loving my body through the process of it all so i've really been mindful of like the fine line that we have in the personal growth and self-development and wellness space of like are you doing this because you love yourself or because you hate yourself Mm -hmm. and i think so many people like are doing a lot of personal growth work and self-development actually because they hate themselves Mm -hmm. and that is getting you so much further from the actual truth of why we do this to love ourselves Mm -hmm. shadow work is simple find more ways to love yourself find all aspects of you to love yourself so i'm really just trying to lean in as much to like am i doing this because i love myself what is the most loving thing? Sometimes it is working out. Sometimes it is eating well. Sometimes it's not. And so when we're in relationship with ourselves in like a really true way, we can really, really know that. So I've just been really tender and like curious about every intention of like the actions I'm taking in my wellness and self-development. It's really nuanced, so right? Good. Huge. Neil Brennan put out this comedy special yeah. recently where he talks yeah. about like I love us our comedy. I people. Know. Like, <laughs> you, is it, you guys are yeah. a special breed. Yeah, like literally. I never watch comedy. That's, yeah, that's all I watch. Always I'm like my favorite. Too. But he talks about like how self help can become self harm. Yeah. Mm. And like just like being curious, like, am I doing this because I want to look a certain way? Mm-hmm. And I feel mm-hmm. like if I look that way, then I'm going to feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. Or like, what is this really, where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. What's the root of all this shit mm-hmm. that I'm doing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. So important. Yeah. And even with money, like for, for me, I've been really thinking about my my desire right now for money feels like me sliding into home base where it's like once i get it i'll relax yeah like it's like another carrot where it's like okay the money and i've been thinking about i'm like oh is my money just my excuse to rest more how can i actually just rest more and not need the money for it you know like what's like the intention or desire from even me having more money is it to serve more or do you just want to nap yeah, like, what do you actually <laughs> you know? do? You yeah. just want to project cut out yeah. that middleman. You yes. actually don't need that to do the thing. Yes. Yes. I find that so often the case with money. Yeah. Oh, if I have this money, then I can X, Y, Z. Like, actually, yes. motherfucker, you can do it today. Yes, and that's the same with your body. If I'm this weight, if I look this way, then I'll have mm-hmm. this person, I'll have this job, I'll have this thing, I'll have these followers. It's always the, like, yeah. when, when. Yes, when, yeah, yes. When. And we know, like, in the journey of, like, inner work and understanding ourselves, that is the biggest trap that, everyone yeah. I think we all experience and I find myself I have to call myself on that and be yeah. like oh so you're saying like we just moved into our mm-hmm. office and I was like oh well when the office is done I'm gonna feel this way yes. and I was like oh you're doing that yes. like mm-hmm. and not to say that it won't help me have a specific kind of feeling but at the same time that is that gets so tricky because the way we do one thing is the way we do everything where else do i do that to myself Mm -hmm. where else do we like asking you babes listening Mm -hmm. like where do you do that of like well when i have my business to this level or Mm -hmm. when i have this level inside of my community when i make this much whatever your visions are at this moment like the process is all you ever have Mm -hmm. and i think what we're all tapping into 
if I can interject this really quickly, is also I feel like we're all dropping in, and I wanted this really deeply for this episode. For us, we we are all talking about habits, like mm-hmm. habitual thinking mm-hmm. and habitual practice. And these are not things that you do as a one and done for one yeah. specific result. Like you are creating mm-hmm. this throughout time and finding a way to enjoy that. Mm-hmm. That I think is the toughest part. At least for me. And what mm. I hear in both of these two, and I learned this a lot through you, Krista, is the power of simplifying. Mm-hmm. And yes, we make so well-being this like big, complicated thing. And we were kind of talking about it before the episode of just the way the self-development world is set up right now. There's so many toys mm-hmm. and tricks and biohacking and loopholes. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. just it's so it's a lot. And so hearing both of you, it's the power of simplicity in itself is very loving on the body. And yes and so loving on the mind because when I really think about what I'm trying to achieve or even feel through any of these practices, it's peace and nothingness. Which is the manifestor's own, right? To feel peace. Anything. Know you're living your design. That's Mm -hmm. it. And so I just wanted to highlight that because I know we each come from so many different backgrounds. We have so many tools. And while I love offering those, sometimes the greatest tool is is removing them. Yes. <laughs> Just remove some of the stuff that you're doing. And I sometimes mm-hmm. honestly feel, I don't know if the word guilty is right, but that's what's coming through. Like when somebody asks me like, what do you do to stay in this way? I don't do a ton of stuff. Like I, I don't wake up and have a big routine. And sometimes I think I should because that's mm-hmm. what is shown. And for those that have one and, and it feels really good, that's amazing. But really what's been true for me is prayer Mm -hmm. prayer and finding that throughout all my all my days like letting my life be like a continual prayer and constantly listening for the word of god Mm -hmm. through all the different pockets of noise and i have a harder time like sitting still and so oftentimes my practice is is moving through the day and experiencing different environments and Mm -hmm. Like you were talking about noticing like what parts of me are lighting up, like what is my body saying and listening to my body all throughout the day. And uh, that's been something that's really, truly changed my life this year. Um, The second thing that I want to mention just for fun, and I think that it'll be helpful for anybody listening, um, like working out is a whole vibe. I never worked out before like a year and a half ago. (laughs) I was a gymnast growing up. And so working out was like going to camp. And I was like a soldier being trained Mm -hmm. for the Olympics. And so when I was out of that world, I went to yoga, the yoga land, which is very just like flowy Mm -hmm. and like, yeah, practice this and practice that. So I I forgot the power of like my primal feminine picking Mm -hmm. up a weight and breaking through stuff mm. that was in my head and in my body. Oh my God, and it's so my favorite it's so yeah. good. Mm. And so I did my first weightlifting competition earlier this year. So, did you so really? Yeah, I love you with that. so It was much. so I'm obsessed. fun. I was the only person in my weight class and all these women were like lifting 400 pounds and they go to the gym all the time. I was just doing three days of training, lots of like um, just a, a lot of back to back with with building my my strength and that competition changed my life like it showed me that well-being doesn't always have to be like mists and spas and mm-hmm. it can be metal and weights and you training your mind to follow the body because the body can do so much more than the mind thinks it can mm-hmm. and i remember lifting these weights and saying my mantra is like body leads mind follows like 
move with this, trust this, trust your power, trust your alignment, trust that you can lift this. Um, so getting back into my primal feminine, which has been much more messy and gritty and not flowy, mm-hmm. <laughs> has been really powerful for me this year mm-hmm. and has brought me so much more vitality than some of my other practices. So um, I just wanted to offer that because I think we forget about, again, that simplicity of like getting in the gym and sweating mm-hmm. and being with your challenging yourself Ooh, to so like do something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Helen Lucas, can we come over to your guys' mm-hmm. gym? You want to go? Yes. Oh, you guys here. have a gym? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, we did. We we built out a full on gym. Mm. I guess to segue off of that, I'm going to loop back around to something I shared earlier around buying the ticket mm-hmm. and investing in the thing and not waiting. So Lucas and I, we just decided, fuck it, let's put a quite ridiculous amount of money into building out the wellness sanctuary that we wanted mm-hmm. and so now we have the the whole thing you know we have all the biohacking bells and whistles that we wanted for right now we've got the infrared sauna we've got the cold plunge tank we've got the full-on gym the treadmill you know all the all the gadgets um that feels really good and that's a manifestation that we actually practiced mm-hmm before we could afford it before we had the circumstances that allowed for that you know we were traveling around we didn't even have a home base for the last 10 years pretty much living out of airbnbs and so that was impossible for us to have that sanctuary set up but while we were on that journey something that we did do is we found other ways to create it so People might look at the setup that we have now and be like, oh, well, easy for you to say, like you do all the biohacking. I don't have the money or I don't have the space to create that. And so before we had this, we would go and find different studios to do our sauna sessions, our cold plunging. We would go and swim at the beach in the freezing cold in winter when like all of the old people were out really early (laughs) (laughs) and we'd be there like going for it as well. And we just made it work. And then we would do the hot showers and the cold showers and our breath work and find different ways to get creative. And I think like you were saying, it can be simple. It doesn't have to cost a lot. A lot of these biohacks that we see that are so popular and do get results can be very, very accessible and affordable. And you can make it as bougie Mm. and Mm -hmm. luxury in your setup as you want, but don't let that be a barrier to entry. And so that's something that, again, Lucas and I have just always done is how can we get a foot in with what we have? Yeah, I love that. It's so it's powerful. And that's what got us to the next thing and the next thing. And so, yeah, it gets more elaborate and fancy and you're like, wow, it's it's amazing. And you've got all these routines and like you're for us, like we are big into our morning routines. Our morning routines can be like two to three I hours. I admire you guys so much because I'm like, I want to do that I don't so have, bad. I think maybe this is a manifest I thing. I think it might. I don't have the consistency to do a thing every day, but I mm-hmm. love seeing what you guys I do. I really it's do so love cool. it. Mm-hmm. But I also think like all of us have been in like self-development for, yeah. I don't know, I've been doing this shit since I was like 18 years old. Mm-hmm. So you've built these practices yeah, really slowly. Them up. Yes. And their like, habits. If you want to go do an infrared sauna or you want to try it out, just instead of going to Starbucks one day a week, like go do that instead mm-hmm. and test mm-hmm. it out. Like you don't have to dive in balls deep. Like just start <laughs> slow. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. Exactly. I try so it. Agree. Yeah, yeah. For us it started, I remember I had a gym membership and they had a sauna in the gym. I w- went and tried that a few times and 
just bit by bit it builds and it's the same thing with the meditation starting out with doing like two minutes of meditation and squirming and being like i can't meditate i can't concentrate and then you get used to it and you're like actually okay this is benefiting me now i'm gonna do five minutes half an hour an hour Mm -hmm. then go and do a vipassana or whatever it is that you choose to do you have to start somewhere and that will open the door to the next. And even like what you were saying around lifting weights. Yeah. I remember for such a long time, this was years back, I would see women on Instagram or YouTube or whatever who would be like using the bands, yes. you know, doing the band That's workouts. And I'd be like, I want to be someone that can use bands. Like what even is that? I don't know yeah. how to do that. And the way to learn is to just start Mm -hmm. and not look like the most perfect thing. And you posted the other day about this going to your dance classes, right? (laughs) We were like, it's fun to be a beginner. It's Mm -hmm. fun to suck. Yeah. Yeah. Like embrace yourself. And you can suck in your wellness practices. And then you become this Jedi, yogi, whatever you want to be, biohacker or not. Like you just Mm -hmm. find what lights you up. And I love that you mentioned this, Hella, because power isn't always knowing what to do or having all the answers. To me, it really is swiftly moving with what you currently have. Like those who know how to move with what they currently have go so far and you guys really exemplify that and show that there's so many ways when you choose to do something there's so many ways to bring it to life but it's truly choosing it and I think that's what well-being is all about it's like you're either going to choose it and work with what you have or you're not mm-hmm. and we each have that choice no and matter you're gonna where you're going to make at. excuses and stay stuck mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and your mind's going to do that my mind still does that every mm-hmm. day I don't yeah. think there's ever going to be a day where like my mind's fully cooperating with everything that I (laughs) Mm want to be doing. And it's humbling when you go on these journeys because it shows you where you back out. It shows you where you want to give up. And those of us that take that on and like love that part of ourselves, that's that's really where it starts to become that habit that you don't even think about anymore. Yeah, that's what the practices are for me. It's not necessarily that I enjoy doing them every day. Mm-hmm. Usually there's resistance to doing the practices every day, but I make the resistance a part of the practice mm-hmm. and get out of the comfort zone. And it's all about getting out of the comfort zone and rewiring new patterns and showing up for myself first and foremost. And that goes to your point of not judging myself, right? Taking away all judgment of myself because realizing that judgment is a way that we leak our energy and we drain our life force and that's something that i've been practicing a lot this year that's been helping me noticing when i go do i do go into self-judgment and then switching it up and the next thing for me that's been really helping is becoming more aware of my stress response and this is a big one because it's something that we experience every day right stress and it's not that stress is bad there can be positive stress that helps us to you know adapt and grow stronger and then there can be negative stress that helps us to or doesn't help us it you know it makes us feel overwhelmed and disconnected from our power and anxious Mm -hmm. and out of control so noticing the stress response and it shows up for you know all of us in different ways it could be fight which is a really common one for me or flight or freeze or fawn you know and these are ways that our nervous system is is telling us like hey we don't feel safe a part of us is perceiving like a threat and you know what do we do when we perceive a threat and we don't feel safe 
we go to protect ourselves, right? And that could be, you know, that it's not safe to show up. It's not safe to, you know, take up space like you said around your family and shine. Or it's not safe to speak your truth or put yourself out online. Or it's not safe to, you know, do whatever you want to do because you might be judged or rejected or, you know, there's that old program that's holding you back. So mm -hmm. witnessing the stress response, first and foremost, having the awareness around it has helped me so much because with awareness comes choice. So from then I get to respond. Um, you know, with my breath, you know, practices, and that supports me to take control of my physiology, move beyond the stress response, and then, you know, move out of survival, because we've been talking a lot about survival, right? And when we're in a state of survival, you know, our body's utilizing a lot of its energy and vitality and, you know, in a life force to just survive. And we all want to move beyond surviving and into thriving. So being aware of your stress response can support mm -hmm. you to move beyond your stress response out of survival into thriving and then use up your life force for creation, which yeah. is what we've been talking about a lot on this podcast, you know, moving into being creators, knowing that we are co-creating with life, with the universe, with God, moment by moment. And then, yeah, going back to that self-judgment thing, taking away the self-judgment, showing up for yourself, investing yourself and having your own back along the way has been my practices mm -hmm. this year. That's so good. So good. I, f I love what you just said of like, for some people, wellness isn't safe. Like being thriving and, and being feeling good actually feels more unsafe than where they currently are. Sure. So when we, I just love that you mentioned that because I know that was where I was for a long time and that's where some of the sabotage and the rejection comes from. And so when we go on these journeys, we just, we, ha we confront it. It's like the perfect time to confront it. Mm -hmm. So I'm just feeling anybody listening who is has watched themselves continuously repeat the pattern of mm. not keeping up with these things it's like really inquire about that does it feel safe to feel good for you yes mm -hmm. exactly yeah I, I always get asked all the time what do i do when the resistance shows up and the yeah. resistance is just a part of everyday life it's, it's going to show up yeah and in yeah. one area or not so like you said around the sensation thing just embracing it taking away the judgment of the resistance can you be stronger than the more weaker weaker primitive parts of the self that are trying to keep us safe like can you challenge those place parts from a place of like fierce courageous love can you show up anyway like mm -hmm. is that your truth or is it your truth to rest like mm. when you're in touch with yourself and your body and you're listening to those sensations and those feelings and taking away all judgment and being radically honest with yourself then you know what is right for you and that's so true. yeah well you've got to get into the nuances as well and recognize that sometimes your survival parts that are generating constant stress and are addicted to it mm -hmm. are addicted to achieving as well as you know for some people it's doing nothing so mm -hmm. you've got to be really radically honest with mm -hmm. yourself about what your thing is yeah. because i've seen both some people are just so constantly addicted to being busy mm -hmm. and then other people are like i can't do anything i don't have the energy and it's like well if you were to do the thing you would get energy yes. but your inner story mm -hmm. and you're stagnating as a result so yeah. day to day moment to moment we've got to know ourselves and know our our stress responses and then do something about it from that place of yeah. and know the traps that you fall into like mm -hmm. the trap you fall into every single time where mm -hmm. it's like i'm too tired to such and such mm -hmm. or whatever or whatever lie we tell mm -hmm. ourselves you know 
Yeah. My the book of any Capricorn Rising's dream is by Ryan Holiday is called uh, "Discipline Is Destiny." By the way, guys, oh Natalia has been telling all of us about this book. You guys, getting it. I'm gonna order it right now. Order it right now. <laughs> I'm literally like, ordering. I'm it telling you this this book. Have you guys read it? I started listening to uh, it because of the recommendation. Okay, I know. I I shared it three times. I was like. <laughs> Lipping out like literally so helpful and what I feel like has called me forward this year specifically has been being a reader and then being the leader of my life. So it's not mm -hmm. just like reading something. It's literally like instantly exploring it. It doesn't mean I'm going to master it. It doesn't mean I'm going to have it immediately. But I mean, Victoria is literally buying the book right now. Get <laughs> get the Audible version. It's read I by can't the author. Do Audible books. Oh, Me I, I get Audible. lost in the sauce. I'm like, yeah, where are we? Yeah. Hold on, yeah, you guys. Like, I gotta read it. I, I love it you too so much. But I feel like that this book specifically just really, you know, I feel like what has allowed me to arrive and create the space that I'm in in my life at this moment with a healthy relationship, a healthy business living like i do my magical morning practice from gala in the morning <laughs> along with my awakened breath work and i literally like when i say thank you for things it almost sounds like the things i'm actually saying thank you for are a manifest like a dream mm -hmm. but i'm like no these are things i actually get to say thank you for mm -hmm. but the reason those things i believe exist in my experience and only have the opportunity to grow is because my my relationship to discipline mm -hmm. i am a very like I've learned as a slightly habitual, maybe a bit of an addictive personality that it's really important where I center my energy. Mm -hmm. Like many of you babes know my story, but like it used to be addicted to things that were so self-degrading. And what I actually had to shift into was creating not so much addiction, but healthy habits and patterning that as you mentioned how like getting addicted to that craziness or the busyness or for me it just used to be addiction to chaos yeah. and now mm -hmm. it's more so been a devotion to peace and wow, yeah. and really like a devotion to deservingness because to me my practices I do them both because I'm a little intense, but also because <laughs> I just, they are what help me function as a more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it helps me be more outward facing to others. I stopped drinking alcohol because, not because I have any moral issue with this for myself or anyone else, but because it makes me a selfish person. It makes mm -hmm. me self-involved and not in a healthy way. And I feel like the habits and the patterns that I formed, it's really just because I want to continue to find ways to be a more present, peaceful person because then my presence is a gift to others, whether mm -hmm. I talk to them for freaking two seconds and not because like I'm a gift, I'm so great, but because I want to walk yeah. that way in the world. Thanks, Tor. I feel like you and you and Gala really get to experience my life. Oh my God. <laughs> talking to I strangers mean, 
It's well, like, it's, she a talks lie. to everyone. I'm like, I don't know how to do Same, that. Same, dude. But oh I love, I love it. We, we went on a walk the other day and I was thinking, I was like, let's go for a walk. She's like, great. She gets the dog. I'm thinking we're gonna walk like five miles. Mm-hmm. We walk literally fucking 10 minutes up the road. She meets some guy that she knows from the coffee shop. Yep. They bullshit for like 25 <laughs> minutes. And then she's like, well, my car's washed now. We're done. I'm like, we didn't even stop. Yes. We're going anywhere. It's but amazing. she meets everyone. Like Natalia is a super connector. Yeah, yes. I, I am not. I'm people. like, I just know yes. a few super connectors and that's all I need. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. You got I love the it. gift. But that's because of my practices. Like, <laughs> I might, like that's, my, that's all the things I do. I just feel like it's it's important. Like, maybe that's just one of my values of, and I think that that's why we, like, this is going to sound funny, but for me, it is work. But it's like, that to me is why we work on our well-being. Mm-hmm. It's because of mm-hmm. ha- the presence that we hold in the world. Like, one of my um, dear client students kushai he said something to me recently he's an aquarius so this is the perfect aquarian thing but he was like no we work on self because of how it is that we will then engage with the community mm-hmm. and i just thought like that's really big because i know for myself my devotion to my daily practices especially my morning and even my evening it's literally just because i want I want to be of service to other people and I I want to love them. And the only way I can really love other people is in the way that I meet myself. That's so and powerful. this is yeah, yeah, constant practice for me, but I feel like that to me is just what makes life worth living is like mm-hmm. how we connect to each other. Mm-hmm. And even before I knew what I wanted to do with my myself like in my early 20s I just used to say like I just want to connect to others and so that first began with jewelry then it went into DJing then I had a little social media agency going on (laughs) then it turned into you know what it is now but it's always the root has always been connection Mm -hmm. but self-connection first I think is big and then I think what would the world be like if we all just felt a little more self-connected and that energy because I just think the source that it gives you this the energy source it helps you connect to source and you can be Mm -hmm. a source of energy for others which is what all of you do um it's because of your connection to self so Hallelujah. Yippee doo. That was good. I, I love like this. This is surely one of the best episodes you ever done. It's, yes. it's not easily. Maybe it is the. It's, it's like the, the best. jams on jams. Yes. So let me ask you, babes, this. So my last question, we'll start to wrap this up. And this can be a little bit more rapid fire, but why do you love the tool that you teach? You all teach tools in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Why do you love it? Mm, okay, I'll go first. I love oh. Awaken Breathwork because it supports you to regulate your stress response, move out of survival, tap into your intuition, be a creator, and to understand yourself on a deeper level by taking that time out of your day to bring your attention and awareness inward and have that time and space to connect with you. And then from there, you get to make all the decisions based on that connection to self, which is coming from such an authentic place. And that makes my life so much better. Mm. Yeah. Following what I've shared so far in this conversation, I love Awaken Breathwork as well because I feel that it's a place that I get to go to. It's a relationship that I have with me, with my breath, with my inner guidance, that inner voice. And that is where authenticity 
arrives from that practice of connecting inwards and actually going, well, what do you really feel? What do you really think? And what is really possible for you if you uncap that potential? And that's something that I get to show up to every day. And I feel like over the last decade, Lucas and I have lived our lives like an experiment. Mm. And it's about what does my inner guidance want me to know right now? And can I trust that? and allow that to guide my life. And so far, it's working pretty well. (laughs) And I think it's a a winning formula that any of us have the ability to tap into. And that's why I love teaching this practice so much. I mean, the five minute practice, Awaken Daily, which is free, that alone can change someone's life by building that connection to intuition. Mm -hmm. And then from there, the deeper work to release emotions and let go of all of that stored up stuff that so many of us accumulate and don't have a safe place to express that's where you really uncap your potential so Mm. love it all (laughs) i love so i'm life edits my program in here and the life edit was really born out of i went through this period of depression a few years ago and i remember trying to visualize my future self like visualize my life And I was like, okay, I'm visualizing, I'm doing all the things, but like, what can I do now in this moment to create momentum in the physical plane while I'm still working in the spiritual realm? So the life edit is this perfect marrying of the seen and unseen. So anyone that's spiritual will get a lot out of it because there's so much energetic behind cleaning your room, organizing your clothes, like throwing out old jeans that you think you're going to fit into, but you're not. Like there's so much about that that is more than just meets the eye. And then there's also... um, the scene part so it's anyone that is doing all the practices within the life edit which is a digital edit relationship edit um spatial edit uh, mental edit and then there might be one other edit um but all of them is going to see just like a difference in their life by creating so much more space so i'm really really proud of this it's something that i do every year and it's just created so much meaning to my life I love tapping because to me, it's the ultimate bullshit eradicator. Mm -hmm. Literally. It's such a good way of starting to get curious, like Mm -hmm. you were saying, about what are the stories I tell myself all the time? What are the things I believe are true? And what happens if I can like love, accept and forgive myself, Mm -hmm. even though I think that's true. And then Mm -hmm. once you love and accept and forgive yourself, anything becomes possible. But when you're in resistance against that thing, you're denying, you're pretending it's not there, you're fighting against it, you cannot change it. So once you accept it, you're free to totally rewire your brain. Mm -hmm. And tapping to me is just the fastest way to rewire your beliefs. And it's so unbelievably powerful and it's fucking free, which is like the best part. Mm -hmm. You just do it in a bathroom stall or in a car or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also love that it plays really beautifully with other Um, modalities like Mm -hmm. breath work and all these other things they all support each other so beautifully Mm -hmm. so you know with tapping a lot of it is about investigating your inner world and the the stories it's very intellectual even though it's a somatic practice with breath work i love it because you're just feeling shit and letting it go you don't even know what you're releasing you're just releasing Mm -hmm. and they work so beautifully together and i just love that like with all of these things you can really 360 degree change your life Mm -hmm. and i just think that's so powerful Mm -hmm. totally yeah Uh, I love wealth embodiment flow because for me it's all about expression and wealth embodiment flow is a series of postures so you're moving the entire time and having a somatic experience specifically as it relates to money but what I find as people go through it is it's not about money Mm -hmm. 
it's about so much more. And we really start to see where we cage ourselves and our body starts to feel like a cage versus a vessel. And so I love WeFlow because you start to express yourself again. And to me, money is one of those relationships where you get to discover your true your true potential and your true self. Like I only knew half of who I was when I wasn't fully embodied in my wealth because I thought I could only have this, this, and this. So I was choosing looping between those things. And with WeFlow, we have a chance to not just redesign our relationship with money for ourselves, but for our bloodline. And I I really believe that our generation is is here to create a new economy and mm-hmm. a new way of being in relationship with money. And I I just feel in every bone in my body that we're changing the face of wealth and we're rewriting the rich wound and redefining what a wealthy expressed human looks like. Mm-hmm. And every time I do the practice, I feel more free. And that's what I want for everybody. I want people to feel liberated again in their body mm-hmm. and feel at home again in their skin. Mm-hmm. So that's mine. <laughs> So I am just so deeply passionate. My babes know this, but really just about teaching entrepreneurship as a tool for expansion and liberation. I see entrepreneurship as a vehicle for true, true change. Mm -hmm. It has been. And one reason I'm just so passionate about teaching the way that I do is because, you know, having a business and really figuring out how to create my own revenue stream has been my, it is what has liberated me. It's helped me not only become more myself, but in addition, be and take up space in the world as the human that I, as like the soul, not Mm -hmm. just like the projections, but rather like who I actually am and who I truly choose to be. Also for me, guiding financial empowerment, and business through the lens of astrology like the natal chart especially when it's utilized um, from a sense and a semblance of relating to self in an empowering way it is a tool that can i mean my whole world i didn't talk about this much today but like my whole who i am at this moment and what i've created is from a natal chart session and not because someone said, oh, Natalia, this is who you are. And I was like, huh, sounds like a good idea. It was like, no, my <laughs> soul, my heart was responding to this information that I needed. And so inside of my work, keeping astrology and keeping the natal chart at the core of the way that we explore finances mm-hmm. and business, because it's not a one size fits all. It's not like, oh, this worked for me. This could work for you. It's literally like relating to these things in a way that is actually charted in the blueprint of your soul, which is what the natal chart is. So with all of this to say, we have a really beautiful invitation for you guys and something that we're extremely, extremely honored to share. And what feels to me like a dream come true to get, let me count again, one, two, three, four, five, Mm -hmm. six, extremely just heart-led powerful leaders together in one bundle. So we have created the 2023 Superpower Bundle and our tagline for this bundle is to superpower your wealth and wellness for 2023. So let's go. Like if you have loved this conversation and you are really looking for a tactical while also taking care of 
not only your nervous system, but also the energetic story that you have around your life. This bundle is so intentionally created to literally enrich every single area of your life. So let's go around really quickly. We kind of just, Krista already talked about what's in the bundle Mm, for her, but (laughs) that is perfect. (laughs) Let's just talk about really quickly what we are contributing to the bundle. Mm -hmm. Mm. We have an app. It's called the Awakened Breathwork Virtual Studio. And we are including a one-year membership to the app as a part of the bundle. So really excited for everyone to get to experience a whole variety of different classes. Mm. We've got classes on manifestation, the one that you were talking about, Natalia, earlier. Uh, We have classes on intuition, Mm. different embodiment practices. And really, it's all about everyone who is in that uh, membership being able to connect to their own unique truth. That's something that I think we all do so beautifully is we're not here to give a cookie cutter formula to go, this is how I did it. And so every one of you should just do it the same way. Mm. Actually, these practices will take you into deeper relationship with yourself and you can do it every day if you're craving a morning routine. Yeah, and there's three types of classes. So there's activation classes that are good to increase your natural energy. There's restorative classes that are good to just chill out, relax and have that time to recover. Like an evening ritual. Yeah, and then there's healing classes where you get to dive deep into the emotional work. Yeah. Um, So there's something there for everyone. And we love it. Yeah. So I think fun. we're all, I'm in there. I love, I mean, oh, the, the app is so easy to navigate to. It's you so so gorgeous. You have something. And it's beautiful yeah. to look at. Like, it's just Ooh. every time I go in there, I'm like, oh, it just feels so good. It literally feels like you're so walking powerful. into a studio. And this is such a good time to join, I think, because everything that we have coming is very exciting. Yeah. It's about to get. It's like we're just getting warmed up. Yeah. Yeah. And life edit is coming. So it's philosophy, feng shui, neuroscience, um, ancient practices, new practices. And there's six modules, audio, downloadables. It's just, it's amazing. I love it. Really is amazing. So my contribution to the bundle is a year's membership to High Vibe Honey, which is my tapping membership. So every Sunday we get together on Zoom. There's hundreds of people. We tap together as a group. We heal our trauma, our fear, our smallness, our lack of confidence and all our bullshit. And if you don't like to join live, you also get access to hundreds of tapping sessions within the library. Um, There's literally a tapping for everything you can imagine from like daddy issues to confidence to making more money. and it's fun. We like to have a really good time. I feel like that's been like the core message of what I've been saying all day is we have a really good time doing it because I think that healing can be entertaining and enjoyable while you like rearrange your neurons. Mm-hmm. So that's what I strive to provide. And it is really fun in there. It's yeah, life changing. Mm-hmm. I've been a paying member for a long time have and it's really totally is. worth I it. Yeah. So sweet, thank you. I, I think we're all raving fans. At the same time, <laughs> yeah. it's like mm-hmm. I have to I say, like, mine's Gala's, Gala's the fun. I'm the like crazy dark, dark Scorpio, Scorpio that's like we're going to the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> you can have fun it's in high vibe, honey. Perfect. <laughs> and then you can have fun in high vibe, honey. And then come over here and walk into the underworld, literally with Tori. No, I decided to contribute a money and marketing bundle, so. To build off of Natalia's entrepreneurship contribution, I uh, 
included Innovate. So anybody who's an entrepreneur, who if you're starting your business or you've been a seasoned entrepreneur, Innovate's an amazing workshop that's going to teach you how to innovate new offers and create something that is truly adding value to the marketplace versus regurgitating a version of what you've seen somewhere else. So it's going to take you through all of that. And then there's two bonus workshops I've added to support with you really building out a solid marketing plan, which I think is the most important part of running your company. And then I've added a money training in there. It's a six part or seven part mini course. And that's gonna take you through a wealth embodiment flow, but it's also gonna bring you into a deeper discovery of your relationship with money. And the reason why I combined money and marketing is because as a business owner, your money stuff shows the most in your marketing. You can tell right away by the way a company is marketing if they are fully embodied in their wealth or if they are actually in scarcity and Mm -hmm. dressing it up in abundance. So I think that the two go hand in hand and you'll be able to really walk away feeling like your relationship with money is steady, simple and strong. And then as you shine your message out into the world, that can go with it. So I'm really excited for y'all to dive in and to take a completely different approach to business and have a little bit more fun with the way that you're talking about your work. Yes, and my contribution to our 2023 Superpower Bundle is my Soulful Selling Method course Mm -hmm. and my Astrology Money and Business course. So basically within the Soulful Selling Method, um, I've had to teach myself how to sell and selling is the lifeblood of any entrepreneurial endeavor. If you don't feel confident in your heart and who you are and just deeply connected to your why, Selling feels very arduous. It can start to feel very placated. And I think that that's why so many of us get the like cheesy car salesman in our heads when we think of selling because it's not coming from this core place of mission. So within the soulful selling method, I'm really taking you through this deepening of relating to yourself and how you sell in a whole new way. Because I know for so many of my babes, the the desire is for their businesses, for their entrepreneurial endeavors, for their missions to serve on a consistent basis so they can receive and actually live off of their businesses on a consistent basis. Mm -hmm. So having a healthy relationship to selling and being seen is a big one. And then I have an upcoming live four-week course, Astrology, Money, and Business, where I'm taking you through a four-week journey to explore your natal chart and your specific money and business uh, archetypes so that, again, you can do business you can relate to money in a way in a way that is actually like authentic to you. So you guys, can you even believe that this is all in <laughs> one mm-hmm. bundle for you? Yeah, it's a lot. We will have the link for you. It will be a year-long access. And of course, these are things that you can do at your own pace and integrate mm-hmm. into your life in any way that you choose. And by the way, it's not $4,000. It's $299. We will be available for, uh, we'll have open cart from Monday, 1212 to Friday, 1216, and that will be it. So we will have the link in the show notes. If you'd like to dive in with us, we would be honored to get to have the opportunity to work with you. And as a really beautiful added bonus for our babes who dive into the 2023 Superpower Bundle, you will have a live Q&A panel with 
all of us in Yay. January to kick off your 2023. Sexy welcome call to get you sexy. Sexy welcome <laughs> call. Yes, call. And help you create a plan. You guys know I, I love my roadmaps. So also bringing you just like a roadmap of how do you, not letting this bundle, not letting these courses and these resources be something that's like, oh yeah, I spent mm-hmm. $2.99 on that back in yeah. December of whenever and I never touch it. No, actually it, work, it works if you work it as they say in 12 mm-hmm. steps. And when you work these practices, that's, I mean, who knows where you could be one year from right now. They'll change your lives. I think we're all testament to the fact that these practices work. They will change your life Mm -hmm. if you look at where we started and where we are now. And I know that these tools are like the secret to all of our success, you know? Yeah, we use them every day. Every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So to have the opportunity to put this together, like this has been a little ping in my heart and First, I think I asked Gala, then I asked Victoria, mm-hmm. then I asked Chris. I was like, would you guys be into this? And then we were like, really hoping that Helen and Lucas would be <laughs> Yeah, we were like. <laughs> so when that was a yes, we were like, holy shit, this is the coolest. So you guys, we're honored to be able to bring something like this for you. We want you to create life on your terms, mm-hmm. like whatever mm-hmm. your version of success, freedom, spaciousness, and peace looks like. Well, that all comes through your habits and the way you apply yourself through your day-to-day life. So this bundle is really there to enrich that for you. Mm. So we will have the link to join us. We'll just be open from Monday to Friday. Once in a lifetime. We're never, ever doing this again. Yeah, that's true. Ever. And just a reminder for everyone, this isn't like some discount bin offer. This is (laughs) the things that people are signing up for every day and paying full price for and that we will continue to offer at a full price. Mm-hmm. So get it while you can. Mm-hmm. Yes, 100%. So we'll have that link for you guys. We cannot wait to join you and see you in January. Mm-hmm. Imagine you sitting at this round table virtually with us. Asking uh, us your questions. Yes, and let's rock. Like let's literally, no matter what is going on in the world, what can we do to create our lives and impact one another from a space of intention mm-hmm. so it's it all lands with you and we've got you so i love it you guys love you guys thank you so much this has been a freaking dream <laughs> thank you so much so good i've loved it right. well we are signing off we cannot wait to see you inside of the 2023 superpower bundle we love you so much and you guys thank you lucas hella Krista, Gala, Victoria, I love you guys so love much. You. I'm so grateful. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, bye. <laughs> if this episode has served you, I ask you to share it, to send it to someone where it could make a big difference and and help them heal or create a new perspective in their life please tag me with your shares um, something you learned from this episode or that you loved from this episode at natalia underscore benson on instagram also please dm me with questions or feedback or whatever i love to stay in touch with you thank you so much for your support consider subscribing to this podcast, leaving me a five-star review so we can continue to grow together. Thank you so much. I will see you very soon. Thank you.